Disclaimer. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as facts. Nothing that is said about any person, organization, gaming company, or sport topic in general should be taken as facts, as well as any talk about any political, religious, or medical topics. As for medical topics at all times, you should speak to a licensed medical professional before any opinion is considered. Everything that is said on this podcast is opinion-based only. Viewers and listeners' discretion is advised. Welcome to the Dr. VTech Show. This podcast is a long-form conversation hosted by Dr. VTAC with the top guests in the world of esports. All from owners, pros, semi-pros, former pros, and content creators of many games. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. V Tech Show. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. This episode is a special episode. Today we have a special guest, a phenomenal human being. And guys, when I say phenomenal, he is phenomenal and he is tough. And when I say tough, he's very tough. He's so tough, he could build a snowman out of water. I'm telling you, that's how tough he is. This guy is tough. But guys, I want to introduce you to a phenomenal person. He is the father of a legend, of a champion player. He is the father of Troy, a.k.a. Canadian. Guys, I want to welcome Wally Jorolowski, right? Yeah, Jorolowski, Jer- like Cole Jorolowski, there you go. Welcome, man. How, how you doing? How's, how's, uh, how's life treating you? You know what? I can't complain. Uh, you know, life's tough, as we all know. And, uh, you know, if we survive those things and, you know, they, if we makes us stronger, it's the truth. Uh, so, yeah, I'm good. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. Just excited to have you on the show because I know I I followed you on, on Twitter a long time ago. And I was like, wait one second. There's some people of, of my same age group in here. We got fathers in the house, you know? And, yeah. Uh, so it kind of like, it makes me feel good. So I kind of like want to be surrounded by people of my same <laughs> category, fathers, parents, you know? So it makes yeah. it fun. Makes it fun. Well, so, I, I had to ask the boss. You sent me the message and, uh, you know, I have to ask my boss, meaning Troy, uh, whether, uh, you know, should I do it? Meaning like. Will you let me kind of, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I coached him for so long and uh, this is his world and yeah. this is his doing. So, uh, you know, when I first got on the scene with him, uh, you know, I probably, I didn't really understand the social media part of it and what I was doing. So I apologized to him. I embarrassed him. I said, this time, you know, he said, dad, go ahead. And I said, okay. <laughs> I said, I'll try not to embarrass you. And then he put back, laugh a lot. Thanks, dad. Love you. Troy is a phenomenal person. I only hear good things about him. I really, uh, I can't wait to bring him on the show. Um, he's more than welcome to come anytime he wants. Um, and it will be, it will be really nice to bring him on because then he will be, well, you beat him to it. You are the first DC person to join the show. But as a, as a, as a player, he would be the first. So I kind of really would like him to come on over. And to talk yeah. and have a good chat and everything. So well, achieved, right? Did you have achieved uh, pre DZ? Oh yes, 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 yes. Achieved, yes. He was a okay. Yeah, okay. That that that. Uh, 
Yeah, he he was. Yeah, Chief was with DC for I think uh, I think two three months. He told me because I know a Chief yeah. for TSM. That's how I know a Chief yeah, so yeah. long for TSM. Yes. So when he went with DZ, he just he was there for such a short time. I I didn't even know he left. I was like, wait one second, you were with DZ for for how long? He was like, get yeah, like yeah. three months. I was like, oh. He's, so. he's a solid guy. Uh, he's a stand-up guy. I really, uh, I really like him. Uh, and he knows I've said that to him behind the scenes. And you know, he 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 did the tough battles online, not just like with regarding my son. I watched him with a couple other people where no one wanted to say anything, hmm. and he would step up and take the hard battle and say to someone, "Blah blah blah. I like you, but this and that." So, kudos to him. You know what? That takes you a long way in life. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's a very friendly, nice, nice young man. I, I, uh, it was such an honor. We had such a good time talking. He was like, "Hey, whenever you want me to come back, uh, I'll I come guess. back." I was like, "No, I got you. You, you, you will come back." <laughs> yeah, I try I to keep everybody that comes into the show positive energy, good vibes. I know there are some players that are really good, but they're very toxic, and I just try to like, I don't want to get involved with that. So yeah, that's like is... that and like, yes, yeah, yeah, team's good man. It's a good so. Man. So, uh, Wally, how how is it uh, being a parent to a champion player? How how is how is that life? Were you were you like frustrated with him in the beginning? Why are you playing so much video games? And how is that life? How did it all start? Yeah, like for both boys. So both boys. I don't know if uh, his older brother. Uh, mm -hmm. He was like the guy, right? So he's played pro in two games. And Troy followed his lead, but uh, I didn't want either one of them playing, to be honest. And and mm -hmm. to be honest, the the first time I watched Troy was exactly one year later, after he had won with Continuum, because I'm texting him saying, "Troy, what are you doing?" He said, "Dad, I'm blah blah blah. I'm playing this." Meanwhile, he's he's in the worlds, right, doing all mm -hmm. this stuff, and I'm asking, "Well, how do I find it online?" I'm looking like. NHL.com-ish sort of stuff. And right. he's probably just like flipping his bird thinking that my dad's <laughs> nuts. Anyways, so finally didn't want to bother him. He's like pissed at me on Saturday. He said, Don, I'm playing, blah, blah, blah. So Sunday morning, I said, Troy, you know, what time are you playing today? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, I won the world's dad. And before oh. you ask, this is how much I won. I was like, oh. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> anyway, so my buddy looks it up on Twitter. I wasn't on Twitter. And next thing you know, I'm watching a four-hour, like, my son getting, you know, going into a boxing stadium. And I'm like, what the heck is going on in this world? So as you can relate, like most people my age, I tell them the yeah. same story. I just said, I was with you. Exactly what you're thinking right now. So anyways, uh, I didn't watch till one year later. And it was against uh, G2 or whatever they were prior. Uh, and when Pengu and the guys beat him in five. Oh, and G2, that yeah. was one year later, exactly. That was the first time I ever watched. And they lost in that final. Oh, yeah. And then wow. the next day, my older son, Jarrett, was going to play Challenger League. So I said, you know what? If I got to watch Troy one, I'm, I'm going to watch 
Jarrett. And from then, I've watched them both. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so like most parents, we don't mm-hmm. support them, right? So mm-hmm. I was that guy. And then I made that decision that, you know what, if they take up ballerina, you know what, you got to support them in ballerina. Whether you don't pay for it and all that, it's a different story. But morally, you have to do it. And I'll, I'll say 80, 90% of the parents probably in gaming don't. And I was one of them. So I can attest to where they came from. And uh, if they're listening, you know, support your kid. Yeah, so true. I, I think the fear of a parent is like, because we don't, we don't know because we... I mean, I'm 46 right now and I grew up in the era that that esports wasn't around. There wasn't esports with Nintendo or Atari. Well, I I could I remember having an Atari. I was really really young then. But, you know, there wasn't esports then. There wasn't esports with the first NES, Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. So you just relate that as just to having fun at home. Now, thing has progressed and then went online and then they made it into a competition, but then you don't know how much they're getting paid. Cause it's, there's not a, uh, back then there wasn't anything in college to go to become a, a, a gaming professional. You become a professional at your own home. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, a lot of parents just say, end up saying, no, you got to study. You got to make a career. You got to do this, do that. But they don't know the, the esports side of it that they're going to make, this amount of money once they see that amount of money they're like whoa wait one yeah. second why yeah. aren't you back in your room playing get to playing right now <laughs> and it happened with um one of the pioneers of uh, fatality i had on the show he said is you know he had a, a lot of issues with his with his parents as well his mom wasn't all for it and then his dad saw like wait you made how much in this tournament? He says, okay, yeah, go ahead, continue, keep on doing. You know, because it's, it's, every parent wants the best for their kids. They want to yes. make sure they're secure for the future. They don't have to go through any struggles, probably what we, we've gone through as parents. So we want our child to always, you know, have it a lot easier than what we, we have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I can I yeah. understand you. Yeah, it was it was tough. Like uh, I didn't want them to play, and uh, you know, and I know even behind the scenes, it, it, you know, now when I see some of the videos that he puts out, and you know, me mom paying, you know, for him to go to school, and you know, they show that he was studying, and I put the money. Meanwhile, you know, and I get it. Like he, I get it now. But if you probably told me then, I would say, like, get your ass and start, uh, you know, studying and do your schooling. And, uh, you know, because he was struggling with concussions and couldn't sleep through the night for about five years. And, you know, it was uh, it was a tough time, really tough time. And then he said, yeah, I'm ready to go back to school, Dad. And meanwhile, he, you know, he was obviously playing and, uh, you know, because he, he really missed a lot of days in school. He missed... Uh, Three years, he missed 150 days of school. And he was an honorary wow. student. Yeah, he went through, uh, wow. he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't like to talk about it. Uh, it was it was a real, real struggle. And hockey was everything to Troy. Everything. 
And when he lost that, you know, that was like, it just tore him apart. So for him to keep playing, Mm -hmm. you know, if you think about it, he lost everything he was doing. And now he has something. He's found something. And once you lose something like that in your life, not to say he was going to make it or anything, but he was playing with stars like that are in the NHL today on his lines and stuff like that. For him mm-hmm. in his own mind, he was shooting for that. And uh, to lose that now when he's playing, he doesn't want to let that go because, you know, he's already lost one thing. So he, he's, he's got more drive than I'd say your average bear. And that's a Canadian bear too, but uh, yeah, he does. He does, and that's where it comes from. Yeah. Okay. So he was into hockey. I, 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 I kind of, I knew he liked hockey because I think some stuff that he posted. I know he liked hockey, but I didn't know he actually played. And so he yeah. suffered concussion with hockey. Eleven. Oh my 11. gosh! He was seeing the top, you know, concussion specialists in Canada and stuff like that, and. Yeah, it was really tough. We pulled him out after three. He finally gave in, like, to me, gave me the nod. You know, the first one was, like, a nine. Jeez, uh, mm-hmm. you know, lucky it was at that age because he basically plugged his head right in the end boards, full tilt. And he was a fast skater, hence why he played with, you know, the high, highest-level players because he had the speed and the, the work ethic and – and uh, so he played, and then he got a, a worse one uh, at uh, 11, I think it was. Yeah, and I said to him, Troy, you're done. He yeah. said, Dad, I, I want to play. I want uh, – so, you know, he really wanted to play, but it was like watching your kid drown because you know, it doesn't matter, right? You, you got to mm-hmm. play full tilt and – Anyways, uh, so he got his third in when he was 12, but he already knew I wanted him out. And mm-hmm. uh, and so he came out, he got nicked, and he came out of the dressing room, he just gave me the nod. I said, good, let's go home. Amen, amen to that. I'm, I'm happy that he... I, the way I see Troy, he is so, so competitive. Oh. He, he, Unreal. I am sure that he would have kept on going on. And for him to see, still be in esports is amazing. I'm like, this guy's a legend and he's still good. He's still phenomenal at the game. And he's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. I'll tell you, Jeff. Like yeah. when he was six, we had this guy like uh, Brampton. Okay. So Brampton was one of the top, it was the top team in our province in Ontario mm-hmm. and uh, you know we had a triple team and two double teams and our triple team was the best in the province and our double team was probably the fifth best and they were double against triples and he had this, this one kid his name was Huggins he could shoot from six years old from the blue line I don't know if you know hockey he could shoot from at, at six in the top end corner so Troy, of course, mm-hmm. says to me, Dad, I want to shoot like Huggins. Send oh, me to the best camp ever. And you're looking at your little puddle jumper in the back seat, Troy. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, Troy, okay. So we had a hockey to scale basement. 
you know, with plexiglass for the windows, the two nets, all painted, everything. Like, mm. and all the kids could play mini stick and shoot reel anyway. So I said, sure, try. There's a guy that pees him. He's like so passionate. He's even from then. Uh, so I said, okay, so this is how you shoot. So I teach him the mechanics. I said, okay, it's like this, but you do this, you do that. And you shoot this many a day for two weeks. And you, you this would be better than any camp. He says, mm-hmm. okay. But what does he do? He quadruples or <laughs> six times that effort. <laughs> two weeks later, we're playing and Troy shoots the puck from the top of the circle near the boards and zings it in the top hand corner. And one of the parents comes flying over to me and says, Wally, Wally, holy cow, geez, where, where, where'd you try to shoot? Learn to shoot like that. I said, blah, blah, blah. I'm down the base. Oh, my God. That's Troy. That's him. Wow. Like a maniac. There's Troy, no stopping him. <laughs> Troy, if you're listening, okay, after esports, get into golf. Now try mm-hmm. to do like Tiger Woods, okay? Just <laughs> I don't want you know what I feel that he if he finds something challenging, he wants to dominate it. No matter he's what it all, is, he will try to do it. <laughs> he's all in. He, he's you know what? It runs in our family. We're mm-hmm. all in or are all outers. We're no half milers. No okay. 20 percenters. I'm the same. Jarrett's the same. You know, his mom, uh, you know, we're that way. And uh, so it's kind of dangerous because, you know, you don't start it because you don't really want to do 100. So that's a life lesson in itself. You have to learn, and I did too, uh, that it's, uh, you know, you can do things 50, 60, 70, 80%. But it was one of my toughest lessons, and I think that's one of his uh as well and he he kind of knows that Mm -hmm. about himself now that we even talk about it Mm -hmm. so it's all in and i can't say it came from me but if you if you believe in where it comes from like my mom his grandma yeah oh my god she she, if they if you believe that's where it comes (laughs) from like in the family she had it in spades wow yeah yeah, that's so, amazing. Uh, that's it's, yeah, uh, it. It runs hard. in the blood. It runs in the blood. So it's hard to teach passion. Like I coached it for is. forty years. In, oh, really? Uh, hockey? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I coached for forty in hockey and baseball, and uh, at the highest levels. Yeah, and um, so the one thing you learn in life, it you know, you can't teach passion. You you can increase it, but mm-hmm. you know, make that light bulb go on for somebody. Either get that light bulb moment, had it already, started with it, take the horse to the water we can't make him drink. Correct. So it's got to come from within. And that part's hard to teach. Yeah, I I truly see it in Troy. I really do. And I know that you're very proud of him. And uh, it it shows. Because, I mean, not all parents will get involved like the way you're involved. You have your own Twitter account, which is now X, but now you have your own account. You wear the jersey with pride. You've been wearing it now since he's uh, yeah. he's in SI. And that shows true passion, devotion, dedication, and being, you know, there for your son. Uh, I'm sure he's truly proud of you. He's he's happy. 
Yeah, you'd have to ask him. I think he is, you know, like any any kid, you know, we we all want our parents uh, to be proud of us, whether we, we know it consciously or subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we do. Like, so, you know, I've always been that way. You know, I, I regret in one respect that I wasn't there out of the gate, but I will say, like, 80, 90% of the parents... Um, we don't see supporting them in, say, esports. And I do now. And it, I'm not, and even though Jarrett never won, he made pro, uh, I support them because I realized I let them down because I should support them morally, even though I don't agree with what they're doing per se. Because if you don't, you're going to lose your kid, period. Yeah. Because it's your choice, meaning yours as a parent, not to support something that they're choosing. And I'm not saying throw money to it or do this or do that. You're going to lose your kid if you don't sort of stand by them and maybe try to follow them along through the ditch and pull them out of the water. As that's needed true. when they're ready, right? And don't let them sink. Uh, that that's my only regret, and that's a huge lesson for well, me. And that should be for other parents. That's true. I mean, you you ended up correcting it afterwards, and and you know that's what's really important. We all make mistakes, and and as parents, we just don't know too much. A lot of parents, I do now. A lot of parents don't know about esports whatsoever. They don't. Esports doesn't get the same advertisement as other pro sports uh, like football, basketball. They're on commercials, TV commercials. They're in everywhere. So you don't see it on esports unless you're online, you're on either on Twitter or you're in, on a website of the game or et cetera. You could see their, you know, their advertisements. But if you're not on yeah. those pages, they're, they're not going to know. They're not going to, once they're watching their news channel or something, they're going to see, oh, tomorrow there's eSport, you know, there's an event, uh, championships here. They don't see it, so they don't know. They don't know how big it is now. Now eSport is climbing so, so big that a lot of these young young kids, they, that's what they want to become. They want to become pros. So... But we just don't, we just don't know. We just didn't know. And and you didn't know, I didn't know. And and a lot of parents go through that because they just don't, it's the lack of information that we just don't get until our kids tell us, you know, Hey dad, you know, this is how much I'm going to be making. If I get, if I get in like, Whoa. And there's a contract and et cetera. And you know, there's an age limit you got to be to join certain games. Um, there's this kid, I forgot who he was. He won, I think, a million dollars, and that was in Fortnite. Oh, I was a ninja. Like, uh, ninja nah, I don't know. No, no, it was a younger one. It was a lot younger. He won a big one. It's like a, a tournament, a, a big major tournament. I forgot his name, but he won it, and it was like really, really big. It was a big talk, and I think he was like 16 or 17 years old, something like that. And I could imagine that his parents were like, how come I never knew? 
you better keep on playing. You know, what the heck, <laughs> yes. you know, with that, you just paid off the mortgage. Yeah. You have your and own money for college and, and whatever, if you want to do, decide what you want in the future. You know, I tell a lot of these young guys that I know, cause I mod for over like 30 pro players and some oh, semi pros. Wow. Yeah. I mod on Twitch and, and I tell them, listen, save your money. Yeah. Whatever you do, save, be smart, save your money. And then, and after you get done, go to a, a community college, study something that, you know, that you will have passion about or study something that has to be involved in esports. work for a, 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 an organization, work for Ubisoft or get a job with them, you know, do something creative and you just keep on with that passion into the gaming industry but save your money don't go crazy being broke and then you're gonna have to struggle through life don't do that save your money and, and you said a key word passion that that's the hardest thing to find meaning once you find what your passion is mm-hmm. um you know everything's easy in life uh and i used to tease my kids you might know the game it's called tiddlywinks and i don't even know if you know no like you <laughs> Like the guitar string, the little clip you uh, play your guitar with, and mm-hmm. you pinch one with the other, and they would go on a cup, and those called tiddlywinks. Anyways, I'm old. <laughs> I used to tell uh, Troy and Jerry, I go, like, you know what? You can be in the top percent, percentile in tiddlywink flippers. They said, Dad, what's that? Blah, blah. And I said, Yeah. And if you do it for 20 years, most will have quit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you won't do it for 20 years unless you love it. And that's the, for anything in life, right? You mm-hmm. you do it for 20 years, most will have quit, and you won't do it if you don't love it. So you, you got to find what your love is so it doesn't feel like work. And hopefully it pays the money. <laughs> exactly. That is so true because <laughs> once is. you love it, you don't feel as work. And... I was talking about this with my wife. I talked to you before we started the show that uh, I'm in the medical field. And I found if I would have known how much I enjoy my job and what I do for a living, I mean, I would have started this a long time ago. I would have started this a long time ago. I went into the hotel. I'm from Puerto Rico, from the island. And in the island, uh, uh, back then, the biggest industry it, it's hotel industry so everybody would would um you know that's where the money will come in because of all the hotels and people going vacations they go to the island so in high school the teachers were would say hey listen the economy in in the island where whereas the majority come to is in the hotel industry study english learn this get it, get in the hotel industry and learn everything about it. So I decided to do that, but it felt like work. You feel like you got to clock in. You're just really not passionate about it. You just didn't like it. And then in the hotel, I, I did everything. I went from housekeeping to front desk to concierge. And it was just like, this is not me until, you know, years after I went and studied the, in, in the medical field and this is what I like. This is what I'm passionate about. I love this. Sometimes I, I just like, I enjoy going to work. I know it's tough. 
I know it's uh it's challenging, but I enjoy it. So that's it the key. I was traveling, I was doing all this work and I was trying to find myself. I was doing well, don't get me wrong. I was doing very well. I had my own company and I was, you know, doing work and I still have my own company and doing work in the US and uh, you know, fly out on Monday, fly back Thursday and and I wanted to change. Not because of uh, money or whatever. I wanted to be home for my kids, right? So I anyways, I was trying to figure myself out, read a book. I, you know, read right through it, and I thought, you know what, I really still don't know what I want to do. So I was working in Wichita, and here's my, like, dumbness. I, I In Wichita, I got to bring my car back to Toronto. It's about two and a half, three-day ride. I thought, you know what, I'll just send a, you know, ship it back. I'll I'll drive and figure it out. I'll, you know, have time to think for three days by myself, and I'll figure out what it is I want to do. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, what a dummy. I'm just dodging traffic for three days driving home i get home and i and i pick up that book i look at it again and i go in summary what did it say and what it said was here's the key and i tell anybody who want to listen it says you if you do something 15 hours a week that's not like fooling around getting into it 15 hours a week for a year and a half in that time soon you'll be doing that full time because you won't do it 15 hours a week religiously of whatever it is. And mm. I got that and I thought, wow. That makes and a lot of what? sense. That's exactly what happened. I started whatever I, you know, and went in that area and here I am today. And some of those simple things, and that took me the whole book, but that's the part <laughs> I highlighted. And when I got back after my dummy trip, I went, yeah. Okay, I like doing this, and I'm just going to keep doing it while I was doing the other part, and soon I was doing that full-time. And that's the truth. And Amazing. you know what? Even my partner, Stacey, I say, and she does that on the side as well. And I used to do it in my workspace um, when I was always trying to find that next job, even though I was working, but I would be talking mm-hmm. to recruiters and stuff like that, and... And sure enough, that came back to fruition in life. And I learned wow. so much from it, but it didn't feel like work. It mm-hmm. felt like fun. It I felt like fun, fun, yeah. And that's that's the key. But it's hard to find that. But that's what you have to find. And just like these guys in the game, I know they grind it, grind it. And I'm not saying it's easy because I've seen the boot camps. I was exhausted after yeah. like playing six maps. I didn't, You don't realize how tired they get. They get They're drained. like zombies. Yeah, laying on the couch while the coach is trying to talk to him. He's got five, ten minutes before they're really zombies. And you don't realize how much it takes. So anyways, yeah, that's our topic. But uh, Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, but it's good. It's good. You know, talking yeah. about that, about getting drained and um, them playing, it's kind of funny because I always think to myself, they get drained and during competitions, but they can spend at home playing Seven o'clock at night or six o'clock, seven till seven in the morning the next day. You're like, it's four o'clock in the morning. You still awake? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm still. They could go for hours. But then they get burnt out, right? Like after yeah. like three, four years. A lot of these guys in this game, you know, you know, they get a partner or whatever, something else. And, it, it, you know, it's like anything. Like I, I know Trey always says, oh, you know, I got to do this and that. I said, 
you know, it's tough to balance both, especially at your ages and how hmm. much you have to put into this game. It's draining. So anything you're going to put on the other side, uh, I'm not saying don't do it. Just know that it takes from the other side. You, you only got X amount of hours of the day and energies. And when you divvy them up, at the end of the day, if they, they get divvied up, and that's where you get divvied. If you only put 80 in on the other side, well, the other 20 on the other side, you get 80% product. That's I yeah. say that for relationships or anything you do. You want a three-day uh, business or a three-day relationship, and you'll get a three-day relationship. You get mm -hmm. what you put in. It's, there, there's no magic to things. And we all like to pretend and we'll try to burn it at both ends. Well, you can burn it all right. That's, I know. That's I'm too true. logical on that stuff. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> but, now, do you do, do you do anything for the org for DZ? Are you part of the org in, in, in any chip and no, shape way no, or form? No, no. <laughs> uh, with Troy, cause I coached the boys and, uh, I stay out of it. Like Troy, oh, okay. um, you know, it's, he's his own man. And, yeah. uh, it's, you know, when I came back on the scene here, you know, you just do it naturally. You jump in, you know, you're a big cheerleader for him. And mm -hmm. they don't embarrass that kind of him probably, but I know that it's his. And uh, I stay away from him. the only time we ever, like, I don't know the game. Even though I watch the game, I understand the game. Mm -hmm. um, but I've never played it. But you got to remember, mm -hmm. I'm a coach. So I study it and I look at body right. language, listen to the uh, casters, which whatever, and I deduce what I hear and see and feel. And, and I get the concept of the game. And I understand the pressures and, and all that kind of, cause like, you know, again, I play high level, coach high level. And yet the only advice I'll give is just general. And I only use a general in, in relation to other sports, not in their game. Cause I'm out of bounds. Right. So I'd be talking mm -hmm. garbage, uh, but I do, I always ask stuff, but he don't want to give me too much info. He says like, dad, every time you coach my teams or your assistant coach or a fan, they hit, they find out you're, you coach next thing you're, you, they got you running the team. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm staying out of it. So I am, I know I do. I, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm the biggest cheerleader and, um, yeah. I just have fun with it, to be honest, mm -hmm. uh, um, I enjoy it. It's stressful. Uh, I'm better at it than I was in the first couple of years is not knowing the game, thinking you're down four one while well, you four one in a hockey game, four one in a baseball game. It's yeah. not the same as four one in a, in esports. Yeah. It's not the same. It is no. not the same in hockey, especially that's a tough game. Oof. Yeah. That is tough. I, I, man. I tip my hat to anybody that, that gets into that sport. That's a really tough sport. Yeah. Um, we love baseball and hockey. Both yeah, baseball we, and hockey. So no NFL, no, no no football. No. Well, uh, well you're not uh, missing out, trust me. <laughs> NFL right now is going through a little bit of a uh, uh turmoil. <laughs> if you say everybody that yesterday was the Super Bowl. Yeah. And um so there's a lot of people thinking it was rigged and 
it's just because just they caught a lot of referees doing things that they weren't supposed to mm. uh, this this year. So they, uh, you know, a lot of things are in in trial and getting getting corrected. So it's re- it's really crazy, very crazy. So you're not missing out. So baseball is a really good sport, and hockey, yeah, it's that hockey's a tough one because I yeah. I see hockey a lot like in a way like soccer. A lot of people tell me, I say, it's a little bit like soccer. You got to get that little putt inside that goal. Good luck trying. It's like soccer. You got to hit the ball inside that goal. Good luck trying. It, it is hard. Now, the net is smaller than, than the soccer. So it's, it's a lot more complicated. And on top of that, you're doing it on top of ice. So with good speed. luck. Yeah. Yeah, with That's... speed. and Oh, geez. One of uh, Troy's teammates, line mates, uh, uh, his dad and I were very tight and he's one of the top, well, I don't know, top two, three in Canada in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, oh, was wow. a choice line mate. Uh, and his dad told me that put it in perspective, like to skate. Cause I used to look at skating, you know, cause you just look at skating, mm-hmm. but really those skates have to turn into running shoes like on a basketball court and that's what you have to turn them into on a piece of ice if you can imagine and that's how deep it is to learn all of the edges if you think of all the edges in your feet on a court with running shoes now there's the front and back and middle and sides inner outer of both of those sets and that's how detailed, like, so this guy, Mitch Marner, he's a phenomenal player, phenomenal skater. Well, there's better skaters, but his brain is up there with the top two, three that ever, ever played this game. It's like Wayne and, Gretzky. Uh, well, yeah, I never wanted to say that name. Uh, <laughs> even though when he, he played on Troy's line, I would say, and I didn't want to say the G word, I'd say, come watch my son play, but don't come watch him. Come watch the guys that's on his line. And Mitch used to sleep at the house. And anyways, the uh, I was quasi-agent to the family for about four years. This is a friend, right, uh, for sports. And that. that's and he's on the Leafs now. But, uh, mm. you know, it's, it's at... Uh, the game is that uh, it's in depth to do it on skates on an ice, similar yeah. to what you do in a basketball court. That's what's so amazing about it. Anywho, that's hockey, but I love hockey. I love baseball. Yeah, yeah I mean, I always liked the the Toronto Blue Jays when mm-hmm. i grew up i always i always liked them and i wasn't and i remember i just liked the bird i loved the blue the uniform it just very attractive and i said i like that and so i kind of liked the team and it was it was really nice and it, and uh i'm like wait one second are they an american team or they a canadian team how are they yeah. playing you know and i i was always getting confused so it, it was it was uh it was interesting when I when I was growing up, watching all these uh, these uh, Canadian teams and and stuff, and then you had that big uh, I've, I saw a documentary, the Canadian versus USA in hockey, 
it was like a big challenge. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. Cause yeah. that's hockey is, is not in, in, in Puerto Rico whatsoever. I think they <laughs> did. I think we have like a little small type of ice skating ring, but it's for people just to, you know, just do a little bit of uh, ice skating to have some fun, but that is it. Not to play hockey because we don't have a hockey team. <laughs> We're into yeah. boxing, baseball, and basketball. Those are the three, three major uh, sports that we have in the island. So good baseball players, the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, have has yeah. some pretty good good baseball players, and and they get picked up. And but and as for hockey, I you don't see a Latino playing. <laughs> Spanish. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen one yet. No. Um, you don't see it because it's like we're not into that much of the cold. I mean, we like cold, but not that cold. I have a, a so, buddy. You may know him, um, uh, Chris Lama. Yeah. So Chris posted with, something that he was like Parabellum, right? Or is he? Yeah, still he was a former. For yeah, CEO of Parabellum. He posted something on Twitter. And he and I, it's like, uh, I think he said 45 degrees. I said, geez, that's cold. And he's like, yeah, past week was five below eight and 10. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. That's way too much. Yeah, that's warm, actually. Oh. You know, we get the minus 20s. Oof. Yeah. yeah but, well, not like the rest of uh, Canada, that the, out west, they were having minus 40, minus 50s. Oh my, what? Yeah. Like they even did a clip. It was on, uh, on the social media. Somebody had a bucket of water through the bucket. And before it hit the ground, it was ice. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... You don't go out. Like for skiing, oh. like my buddies in Calgary, all the lifts are closed. Because if you're on the lift at minus 40 and now you're up up top and the, 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 the whatever takes you back on your skis, right? To the lift and they mm -hmm. get stuck. You're up there with the wind chills of up to minus fifty ish, Ooh, and that's, that's serious, like definitely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We're here where we are in this, in Ontario, well, in the southern Ontario area where I am, you know, we're we had some like, well, I have to do them Fahrenheit for you. It was like thirteen and a half Celsius uh, on the weekend, which was unbelievable. Like no jacket required. Uh, which is crazy for February when you wow. can get minus tens and uh, that's yeah, and that's in Celsius. So whatever that is in Fahrenheit, I don't know, twenties. Yeah, I think no? so. Yeah, twenties or tens or something like that. Um, so um, that's or even worse, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll um, stay here in Florida for now. <laughs> I'm now, I'm in Florida now, so I've been here for uh for uh going on ten years. See, I was a Navy brat. My stepfather was he was actually up from the cold. He's from um uh in Minnesota. So I was a Navy brat, so I traveled so around and I remember living in Connecticut. It was just like super cold and it would just yeah. get I remember one time it was like five, I think it hit five below zero. And I just like, I didn't want to go to school. I said, this is way too cold. It's like, nah, you could do it. You'll survive. Minnesota's colder. And I was like, oh gosh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where where in Florida? Me, I am in between you know what uh Miami and in Orlando, right in between yeah. uh, Stewart. Or Stewart? Stewart Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, I, I know the area because I, I was yeah. there for about nine months. I, I lived in St. Pete's. Actually, Troy and Jarrett, you know, when they were little, they, they, they were there. Maybe seven months we were there. We were in St. Pete's, Florida. Treasure Island, actually, we lived. Oh, wow. Yeah, back then. For yeah, nine, you lived, lived nine months there. It was around seven to nine months. I, I, wait, I went there in September, and then we came home, I think it was like uh, March 1 or something like that. March uh, or end of March. Yeah, we were there around seven months. Yeah, yeah, St. Pete's. Yeah, so it was uh, Treasure Island. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Now, question you got, you you took the kids to Universal and Disney? Oh, you know, and then all our friends would come. You get, we had a season pass in those days. Correct. $199 Canadian for the whole year. (laughs) So everybody would come like, Let's go to Disney. Let's do this. And like after a while, I was like, okay, here's the passes. You go. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we have been there, done that. My wife and I, we go, we take our kids. We got the, the, the year pass as well. And I, t- I told, I, the kids get so happy and they jump. Oh yeah, we're going to have a good, I said, listen, this is your vacation. This is not a vacation for us. No. We, we go out there. We're just like afterwards, like eight hours in those parks, we're we're dead. We just want to go to the hotel and relax. I want to go in a jacuzzi. That's a vacation for me. Yeah. So I told my wife, I said, you know what, honey? I'm going to treat you into something I know you've never done before. I'm going to take you on a cruise. I've been on a cruise. I said, you're going to enjoy a cruise. We'll take a weekend cruise. Come out, leave out of Orlando. We go in, in U.S. waters, you know, and then and come back home. And I trust me, you're going you're gonna to get hooked. It's gonna be, it's gonna be phenomenal. You're gonna like it. I went to one cruise uh, many years ago, and I loved it. Oh gosh, vacation there was phenomenal. And but the kids, Orlando was Universal, was Disney. They had the energy for that. Oh yeah. So when you took your kids, Troy and all, <laughs> they never got burned out. They just kept on going. Well, they were young. So Troy was uh, one and a half. And Jared was three and a half. Oh my oh, God. They were funny or not. And Troy was like a trooper, like just like he was. And uh, they'd be in the double stroller. And you don't mm. have to wait in the lines. And normally yeah. take about, at that time, about 20 minutes for the next one. And Troy, well, he's Troy the bear, right? Because he'd sleep with his little bear. He had a bear. So he's no, he was knowing that Troy be bear because he had his bear. Mm-hmm. Loved his bear. And then he had his bottle. Honest, honest God, this is what he would do. He would go on the ride and he'd be like whizzing around doing whatever the the event was. Then get in the buggy with his bottle, holding it with his bear. (laughs) And then we'd be in line for about 20 minutes and we'd say, okay, time to go. And Trey would just throw his bottle down his bear and he'd come flying out of the double stroller ready to go again like a trooper. And that's who he is. Honest God, and he would he would sleep, and he'd do it over and over, and it was funny. I wish I had videos of it. It was just hilarious. Oh, man. 
And that's who he is. Like, you just turn him on, turn him off. You know he's got to recharge his battery and then zoom. Yeah, Yeah, him and Derek. But just, uh, yeah, we had a great time. You know what? They probably don't remember it as well. But if we remember it like this. Yeah, you remember everything. That is so awesome. Yeah. So I had fun with them because I had never been. And uh, watching them do it, uh, I I was probably the bigger kid in the whole thing uh, doing it with them. That's how yeah. it is in certain parks. At Disney, we, we start acting like the adults are acting like kids and like, oh, wow, look, 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 we got Goofy there. Oh, there's yeah. Mickey, you know, and you just like have the fun. You enjoy it with them. That's that's a that's what's important. I was going to ask you a question. So we, we've got the uh, SI starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been paying attention to who's what and your own like uh, what's what you see happening or are you up to date on any of that stuff? I'm right now. I'm not currently so much up to date into anything. Um, right now the org that I'm with, um, part of, they, we had, uh, all of our, uh, rainbow guys, they left. So all right. You there's a mutual, card, yes. yeah, mutual part. They parted ways. So I was trying to get in, you know, finding out what kind of like, you know, what happened, you know, because I, I wish everybody the best. And, you know, so I kind of like know a little bit, but I just don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's it all everything happens for a reason. And there's there's, you know, things that happen. So I was just trying to figure out what's going on. And then on top of that, um, my job and my work, I got a, so much stuff and I was trying to get that taken care of as well so i these these past few days i don't i kind of just not in the loop because i was more i'm more concentrated in other things but now that i'm off till till friday um i'm gonna get caught up with everything i'm gonna get they they start tomorrow they start tomorrow yes I know yeah. that, and I know I'm going to be watching it, you know, and and getting in and to see uh, how these games go. It's going to be interesting, I because there's been a lot of switches and a lot of changes with some players. Now, DC has Bolo. That is like the biggest thing, because a lot of people thought he wasn't going to come back after retirement. He was done, and now seeing him coming back. I'm like, wow, this is big. Troy with Bolo, two of the legends together. That's gonna, that's gonna be, that's gonna be big. I yeah. have a feeling, I have a feeling that, without a doubt, they're gonna be up in the top five. Something's gonna happen. It's gonna be top five. They're, they're, they're not gonna land anything below. They're gonna, they're gonna do good. I mean, I I I would be very surprised if they don't make it right straight to the playoffs, because they uh, Troy with his his experience and knowledge, and Bolo with his experience and knowledge. It's gonna be. And I don't want to discredit the other guys. The other guys they have is phenomenal, but when you have two star players in one team, because each team have their top star player. Like BDS has Chico, like um, you know other 
you know, other, other teams have, you know, they're star players. So like G2 has Doki or Alamo, they call them, you know, uh, probably in the debate. DZ has Troy, but now DZ has Troy and has Bolo because Bolo was a star player for TSM. That was their, yeah. their number one player there. So now yeah. he's he's with DZ. That's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting. So question for you, because I always ask, and I have my own opinion on on it, and not that I know the game, but I I I watch the pattern. And when you transition, you bring in a new player, um, and and the degree of they're a rookie or they're say a bolo, like I always felt that there's a certain window of time to even like Troy when he went into SSG. Uh, or he went in whatever new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a transition. It's like having a new quarterback and uh, with whatever great team you might be with or not with. And there's that whole transition period. And now, now even with all the teams, um, the orgs that had folded and the players have formed more all-star teams, you, you, you see less uh, uh, 1v3s or 4s. You don't see them, period, because... You know, it's like the, the teams are that much better. Uh, no offense to the players before. It's just mm-hmm. you fold teams and you get more teams, you know, everybody gets better players. But so to me, there's like a window of time it takes to transition. Like even when Troy came to DZ, for them, and, and I'm not saying it's because of Troy, it's the whole team. But for them to six months or nine months to go win Charlotte, like that was my first event I've ever went to to see him play. And by no means did I even think he qualified, like the mm-hmm. team. And they did, which is shocking to me. So they're in this same situation. What are they at? Three months, four months practicing together and with two new players. And then for any team, that's I think that's quite tough. Uh, stars are no stars, right? There's uh, Correct. So I always question that, how how long that window of time takes to, to meld a team to win it all is really what I'm going at. Right. I mean, what I see is for a new player coming in and taking that team to the next step to win it all. It's, it's, it's going to depend on the chemistry. Um, And it's going to depend in, in how the team plays together. So there are some players that will go on certain teams and they're going to be really good, but the chemistry is not there and is not going to perform well. There are certain players that will go on a team and the chemistry is phenomenal. It goes good and it performs super because everybody has their role. They all get along. They know what to do. They have the experience and they work perfectly. Sometimes, you have players that they'll come in and they have a lot of experience, but they don't want to adjust. And there goes that saying, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Some, some, uh, some orgs or manager like to get new rookies because they're easier to manage and they're easier to, to have them do what you want them to do in in a, in, a, in their own team. So they got a rookie, they come in, that rookie is good, 
and they're going to tell them, okay, I want you to do this, A, B, and C, and D, and this is how I want you to do it. I want you to learn it and learn this in. While you bring in an experienced player, it's going to be hard because that person has a lot of experience and they're not going to learn as much. So it, it, all, it all has its factors in for them to, to winning it all. But for me, the main ingredient is the chemistry and how they all work together and they play together. If the chemistry is not there and one wants to become the alpha male versus the other person, you know, there's going to be there's going to be some static there and it's not going to make the team work out. I always tell people about this. You had your the Chicago Bulls, the coach, Phil Jackson, had to, had to make a decision for Michael Jordan and the rest of the team to bring somebody that he knew a lot of the guys didn't wasn't going to agree, but he brought Dennis Rodman. And Dennis Rodman was a really troublemaker. But he is the number one in, in history and getting the most rebounds. So he usually got the ball all the time when it bounced it off and everything. He will always get it and always throw it to Jordan and always throw it to Michael Jordan. And, and they were just like getting the ball all the time and they end up winning. So... You have those type of instances that you will get these players that they they will be very important in 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 the group and the team, and but the chemistry the chemistry will fit in perfectly and they will able, they'll be able to win. That's how I see it. Um, a lot of these young guys, a lot of them have a lot of ego. I see the ego kicking in, and and if you let that get in the way, you're not going to win. Just That's be humble. Point. Just be humble. That's a good point. And, you know, I will say when uh, SSG did win it, uh, like, you know, I think even the coach, uh, Lincoln, you know, put Troy wherever, where he thought, you know, I, you know, I don't know the deal exactly, but probably similar to what he was doing, not to probably upset the player, right? And then they found out, I think, after a while, Okay, this wasn't best suited, and then I guess the players all agreed, Troy included, and next thing you know, then it just all took off, and then they, what, they won six out of seven tournaments uh, in yeah. that, that run, and it was after they made the change. And that, that I, I give um, Lycan uh, credit for that. Uh, um, you know, I've said that to him, and uh, I've said it to Troy, like, that's not easy to bring in a guy, that maybe an established guy, and then ask him to be something else. And kudos to a coach that tried it, and kudos to however it worked out that they ended up at what they should have been. And what he said at the end was they got the right piece, and they added it in the wrong spot out of just probably courtesy for the player and the Oregon how and the, but then they worked it out. And I guess the Eagles got out of the way and they did their thing and, and they won, which was amazing, to be honest, that they did in that short window of time. Well, there is a now you mentioned that there was a player that he was a in baseball and this is in pro league um, and, and MLB. Uh, he he was a pitcher of a really good pitcher. Right. But I forgot his name, but he had 14. the. 
Do you remember the team? I don't know if it was for the Rangers, but he had the hips. He was pitching in one in one inning. He was just throwing, and all the balls just started going all over the place. Nolan Ryan? Nolan Ryan. You hit it out of the ballpark. Him. And then all of a sudden, he they try to figure out what was wrong with him. He couldn't pitch no more. But then they put him, let's put you on outfield. Oh, boy. He did phenomenal. They loved him there. He did. He did so good because he was able, with the strength and the power of his arm, he was able to throw that ball, get it down to first base faster than any outfielder. You know, they're like, you hit, you're in the perfect position. And it, and he did good. He did really, really good. So mm. instead of not going into another team or, or retiring or anything, they finally found out where you have to be and where you're going to perform at your, they said he did even better outfielder than he did pitching. I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was Ryan. It might've been somebody else. Was it? Uh, I don't even know if it was that team. But I'm going to find story. out. I I think it's Nolan. I think it's Nolan Ryan. He, he had the, the hips. It wasn't him. It might, it might've been somebody else. I can't remember, but there's been a number of guys that have switched from pitcher to fielder. Um, and then there's guys that were outfielders and then went to pitchers type thing. But, was it uh, Nolan Ryan? No, it wasn't Ryan. Ryan, it wasn't him. But uh, I know there's been other players that have toggled. I don't know if it was a pitcher to an outfielder. But definitely there's been a lot of outfielders that went to pitcher. Yeah, it and was. It was actually uh... one pitcher, a Canadian guy, was uh, an outfielder and went to a pitcher. But uh, he's not that famous of a guy. He's since retired. I can't remember his name. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it was it's 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 uh oh man, I forgot his name. Now we we talking about that, and I totally forgot. Now now uh, I am really confused. Well, was. I'm gonna have to figure that one out. That's breaking yeah, my head. We'll but it was it. Yeah, we'll get that later on. Probably another episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll write. I'll write everything down. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna ask this to Wally. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I'm pumped about the SI because I like I said I went to uh, the Charlotte one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first time I've ever watched live, uh, and they won it, which was crazy, and actually. Uh, we're flying out on the 16th as I'm going to my first world's ever. Oh, wow. In Brazil. And le- like every event, there's no guarantee, um, they make the stage, right? I remember mm-hmm. Troy telling me, cause it was going to go a number of other places. He says, dad, you, you can't watch. He says, you only can watch if we make the final eight. So you can come to any event you want, but. There's no guarantee you're going to watch us play like live. And I go, oh, "Oh, that's how it works. eh?" (laughs) Okay. All right. So we bought our tickets and go on vacation for the first 10 or whatever, first seven days and bought Mm -hmm. the tickets, um, you know, for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, with no guarantee. And Mm -hmm. uh, so be it. Whatever it is, you know what? We take it as a vacation on the front end because that's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
and it might be a full vacation the whole way watching on TV. <laughs> but I have tickets. So I'm really pumped about it. You know, we'll, we'll go to uh, one of the matches for sure, or two or three, mm-hmm. um, even if they're not playing, right? Uh, Correct. We'll uh, go there. And uh, so I'm really pumped about that because uh, I didn't re- support it, you know, for all the years he's played pro. Not that I didn't support it. I didn't really watch it. And yeah. then every winter I would go away because he's always in Montreal. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not going there in the winter. I'm like going away for the winter. <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. winner, winner, because they get worse winner than we do. So uh, now I'm finally going. So I promised I was going to go, and then COVID hit, and um, oh. so it'll be my first. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, so either way, it's good. So you're going? Are are you going to this one? Yeah, you're going to we this one. Up. So th- oh wait, so you going to this one? You're. You're flying out. I thought you were talking about one that you already went to. So you're going no. to Brazil, this one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my So that's gosh. why I was asking you about what your thoughts were. Because um, uh, I watch it religiously. Like, I really do. So I mm-hmm. I know the players. If you say them, I know who they are. I don't oh, okay. know which team they're all on. Oh, well, I yeah. know them. Yeah. Because I'm crazy that way. I study it. Yeah. So like Alamo and Doki and... And yeah, some of these Bibu, Bibu, and Shaiko, and Chapter, yeah. and yeah, all yeah. The, so you know all these, all these great players. That's that's phenomenal. Well, so I got, very, I've got the boot camp at least three times with Troy's team, so I'm right in there. <laughs> you know, I'll sit with Mint for like a full day, so behind the glass and yeah. talking. To, you know, just philosophy, not not the game, because I don't pretend to know of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't. But I, I love all the, because of coaching, right? Because I've coached forever, so yeah. I understand all that stuff, like, amazingly. Like, cause you can't help it after 40 years. So yeah. I love I love all the intricacies of the mental game, you know, the game in itself and the players and the camaraderie and the sportsmanship. And then the, you know, the fire in them and, you know, so I love all that, but uh, the personalities. And... So you never been to any other tournament? You This is your first tournament you're going to? No, I went to the Charlotte one. That was the okay, first you went to one the Charlotte I went. Okay. But this is the first and, SI, the big one. Yeah. First SI. Yeah. Okay. And, this is uh, going to be, I know yeah. Troy is going to be happy to see you there. It's going to see. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. When I was, uh, when I went to Charlotte, that was my first. And uh, uh, I don't know. He, he, he said something about, you know, everybody needs to be fired up. So this is my, my first time there. So I'm thinking, okay, we all got to be fired up. So I'm like on the side of the stage right where, where they are, the team. And I forget who they're playing. Uh, the first match that they play, I can't remember the team. But anyways, phase it might have been or something like that. Uh, and uh, so he he put on Twitter on X, "You need to be fired up." I mean, everybody in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, here's his dad. Like, okay, I'm here. I'm gonna get fired up. So <laughs> they come out on the stage, and all the DCs are there. And up comes dad, flying. Yeah, let, let's go, right? <laughs> 
And all I see is his face look at me, like with everybody roaring. And I just like slumber down like uh, Homer Simpson, right? Down in my chair. <laughs> it's like, Dad, you're I never do that again. <laughs> you embarrassed me, Dad. Oh, God. I just went like, like the comic. I just went down and then the video cameras came over. They, uh, I forget the guy's name. And he came and interviewed me. I said, Can I interview? Because it was, uh, um, um, I forget the other guy's name on DZ. His, his parents were sitting beside me. And uh, I'm thinking, he says, Can I interview the parents of DZ? And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure to try to like that. <laughs> Shortly <laughs> after, I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't, don't know. interview me. <laughs> That's the oh. truth. Yeah. So. so it's quite funny, but I put, I got put in my place. And so I, 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 I get enthusiastic about it, but I try to respect his, uh, yeah, his game and who he is. Yeah. He will be. Um, yeah. He, I know he's going to be, just bring a hockey stick. Say, I'm going to whack you if you don't do good. Oh God. <laughs> <I see>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. I know I love it. And it's not just because my son's doing great. Seriously, it, it, I know that sounds odd. Mm -hmm. uh, from where he came from, you know, to what to what we went through. Yeah. Um, truly, truly. And people that are friends of ours or, you know, when they see the video and they'll say, hey, this is great. And, you know, and I, and I just say, honest, this is the honest truth. Uh, we went through such tough times. Um, it was really, really hard. Uh, I'm just happy he's, he's able to have a semi-normal life. Um, and obviously it's exceeded that. I know it sounds surreal, like, but, you know, it was five years of hell. That's well, all I can tell you, if you have a kid and your kids lost everything, and ah, uh, and that's his school more than anything, and he was yeah. such an honor roll student, such a everything was a hundred percent, and he lost wow. everything. Wow, everything like his hockey, his school, his his being, his being, which is there crazy. I always say there's a reason for everything. I mean, I'm a firm believer in God and and um there's a reason for everything. Sometimes it's meant to be because God wants him to be where he's at right now. Um some some people make some choices that they they should have waited and wait a little bit, have a little bit of patience because you may take the road that you shouldn't have and might get into an accident. So God does whatever it takes to prevent things to, to go on the route that he doesn't want you to go in. So right now, as a parent, I know that the majority of uh, your heart goes to is, is to his health. A lot of people think that us parents, what we want for our kids is to ha for them to live healthy, not to go to any more concussions, uh, go through a lot of certain things, and you know, or because too much concussions could lead up to a lot of worse scenarios. So, right now, his health is what's important, and he's in a good spot. 
he's doing something that doesn't cause any type of uh, injuries to him. If not just emotional, he'll get, you know, all pumped mm-hmm. up or, or angry, but that's fine. He could do all that all he wants. And, you know, and he's doing something that he loves to do. Yeah, he loves it. He truly loves it. Uh, he loves the stage. Uh, uh, and not from a, like a hot dog standpoint. He, I know he does the stuff, the showmanship on stage because mm-hmm. He's also in in you know in his mindset he's a businessman too. I know Correct. it sounds odd to say that as a, but he gets it. He gets it because he does because he enjoys that and he knows. But he doesn't talk about it. He's never talked to me about it. But I know my kid like while well, he's doing it, he does it because he loves it. Even when he played baseball or stuff like that, or even hockey. He wasn't really a, to show up. It's just, it was his enthusiasm. He would just get enthusiastic if there was, and that was regardless of you made the play or somebody else, because he just was so passionate about the thing he was in. He was all in for everybody. And that's who he is. So, you know, kudos for him for that. And uh, uh, he loves the stage. He loves, he, you'll hear him say, like, it's like, uh, it's time to go on stage to be with the people that make him, which is not just the players, it's the fans. He adores them. I remember yeah. watching that video uh, when they won the World's Continuum, when I watched on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's almost crying. Like, there's a number of times he's almost crying. That's how passionate he is. I don't know if wow. you hear in his voice mm-hmm. that he quivers a lot. Yeah. And he's very... He cares. So that part, I'm very proud about him. And I know him like his brother, uh, both gamers, you know, who have relied on other gamers before them who Mm might have had struggles in life. Mm -hmm. And those guys to help them. And I know both my guys do that. And I'm happy they do that. Amazing. Amazing. I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to be really sincere. I really wish that that I had that in my life. I had my father to be, uh, to do what you're doing. Um, it's tough because I didn't, I don't, I don't know how that feels to have that type of support. Um, so this is why I say, I know that it means a lot to him. It has to be. It, it, it's no other way around. Seeing your father out there with the crowd supporting you, that that means a I lot. get it. I, you know I, what? I, yeah. I get it. Like for you, like I get it. My, and it was a different time for my dad and all that. And the dads didn't come. Uh, my dad, and I'm not blaming. It's not a blame perspective. What mm-hmm. I'm saying it. My dad watched me play hockey. No, he never saw me play hockey. I was a good hockey player. I played, yeah, I was a good hockey player. And, uh, you know, I'd be top in the district in scoring, stuff like that. And and he saw me play baseball once. And, again, I'm not blaming. And my mom watched me once play hockey. And I think my mom came, you know, as I was older, to my junior in baseball because I had a Division One baseball scholarship in the U.S., 
I didn't take it. I was a, a closer, a starter and a closer, you know, so I played with and against pros in hockey and baseball. And not mm-hmm. that I was pro. I mean, I was probably a class A, class double A baseball player. But, Jeez. you know, so I get that, like, uh, so I've always believed, I know when, you know, like, uh, when my Troy's mom came to watch me play, it was when my mom came you know, it was like, wow, you know, it meant the world to me. So, mm-hmm. and I do that even for like friends and, and family members, their kids, because mm-hmm. I know how it feels as a kid. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm blaming, but it, that's how much it feels so good. And, uh, if you've been in any of that, you know, you, you just love someone just that came to care and watch for you. And oh yeah. That's an amazing thing. It truly is. They, so I know uh, you feel that, right? So in a lot of people Oh, yeah. Do. So that's why I, I'm always there for my son, whatever he does, and and, and to uh, sports and what he gets in. You know, whatever he he does, I always be there for him. Uh, now he's into music, and he likes the saxophone, and he likes classical music. I'm like, what? You're 11 years old. You like nice. classical music? He goes, yeah, dad. And dad, I want to become a pulmonologist, a pediatric pulmonologist. I said, okay, whatever <laughs> you want to do, go for it. So I just try to be there for him at all times. When he has a band practice or or, or not band practice, when he has a, a, a little mini concert that they do in the school, I just yeah. make sure I'm there and, and just mm-hmm. waving at him and tell him how much I'm, I'm proud of him and how much I love him because it's, it's, uh, I know that's going to help him in the future. And I know how oh, much I mean, it's going to, it means you know. the world to him. It, oh, yeah. It really does. Uh, um, yeah, they might not always show it to you, but darn right, deep inside. Oh, deep inside. It, it means the world to, it to means- you, even though they might not give you the time of day of it, but it does. And you do it. That's, you know, it's uh, it's a great thing. So um, yeah, I, I know he'll be, he he will be happy. And like oh, yeah. I said, I asked him about the show, and, and <laughs> no offense, I just said, and you know, I said I'll do it or not do it. Um, <laughs> I never used to say that, but I I do now, and I won't do anything he doesn't want me to. Yeah, because it is his world, and mm-hmm. uh, so he knows that I'm up to speed that way, and. He, and then this morning, I think he texted back because he saw. I said, "Hopefully, I don't do anything and embarrass you. I'll try hard not to." And, <laughs> and he goes, "Laugh aloud, Dad. Thanks, love it." So uh, he knows that. Yeah, I, I'm out. It's his game. It's his. Yeah. And I'm just That's his proud world. and um, happy. He's healthy, and yes. um, and yeah. and he's loving what he does. Not necessarily always winning, because. To me, that's not, and I, I know we all want to win, mm-hmm. um, but you got to love what you're doing. And if Correct. you're loving it, you're going to put the work in. And, um, you know, he just happens to do great. At, like I said, his brother, you know, Jarrett, Jarrett made pro in um, uh, World of Warcraft, knocked off the former world champs to go uh, pro. And wow. <laughs> shortly after that, it folded. Uh, mm-hmm. before he got to it, even though he qualified for pro. And, and he played pro in HOTS as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Hots and and World of Warcraft, both of them. Um, wow. So and and Jared's a whiz. I mean, he was three grades ahead, and uh, Troy was a grade ahead. So if you ask him, his brother's a whiz. Jared is, um, and that's where he got the gaming. He wanted to be. He says it in video. Like I wanted to be as good as my brother. Oh, Jared, that's, that's, that's nice. Is, but you know, Jared, Jared has uh, more talent than Troy and everything, but Troy <laughs> has more work ethic. Than yeah, Jared. he has. He has that uh, that that kind of drive, that competitiveness. Troy, I never seen someone with that that much uh, passion. Wow, it's amazing, Troy. Your dad loves you a lot, brother. I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you. I know you're gonna be listening. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. But listen, Wally, yeah. I know when when is it you're you're leaving out to to Brazil? Today's the what the eleventh or twelfth? What is today? It? Uh, today's the twelfth. Yeah, twelfth. So I leave on the. They start tomorrow, thirteenth. Uh So we fly out on the sixteenth, which is Friday. This okay. Friday, and uh, we're there to the twenty sixth. So the the last game's on the twenty fifth, the final, the world, right? Mm-hmm. So we leave the next day, but uh, yeah, it uh, whether we get to see him as as yeah, but well, uh, but at least you're gonna get to see him on stage. You're gonna be on, the, on the, with the crowd and get to see him. If yeah, if not, I mean, you know, I'm sure you're gonna to... have backstage passes. I'm sure you're gonna be able. He's gonna probably give you something that you could be able to go in the back to see him. Well, last time I didn't. Last time no? we didn't. When they play, right? You, they're, they're just playing right it's they're on their own world yeah like you're like out of bounds so that's okay i get that because yeah when you're in that tournament right it's no distraction yeah no no i don't even really text if i do it's like i don't know why it's just just like (laughs) you know you did great or you know what you go get them tomorrow that's it keep up the good work (laughs) that's it it's only only cheerleader stuff. It's no analysis. Yeah. I'm no, here for like, you if you need me. <laughs> that's right. Because when you're in that mode, and I remember he told me the one time, Dad, you know, when you played your game, you know, I said, yeah, you couldn't talk to me for about 45 minutes an hour. I'm like <laughs> playing the whole game in my head. I'm like, he said, well, I'm the same. I oh, said, he wrong. learned it from you. <laughs> he well, learned it from you. Me, don't. Don't be reaching out to me then, because you know I'm gonna be full of you know what. I mean yeah. himself. Like get him when he's like come off cloud nine or or like like on fire. So I, I leave him alone. Yeah. I don't really say anything. I don't really say anything anyways, other yeah. than you know, I basically I love you. You know, I, I'll go get the, him tomorrow. That's the best right there. Those those words, I love you. There's nothing more yeah. better than that. I, yeah, so that's my bad. role. My role is that, and I, I'm more than happy. I get to watch him do it, and and that that's fun that I get to be involved in my son's sport. world. Yeah, it's esports. Oh. Well, Molly, I know you're you're busy, and unfortunately, we have to cut this short. Uh, oh gosh, because I could keep on talking with you for hours. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but this is what I'm going to do. This is, uh, this is spectacular. I mean, I, I love talking with you. I want to get you back on the show. We're going to do a part two after Brazil. So get to know how Brazil was. We're going to talk about, cause I know you're going to go visit, go with your wife and go around and, 
and is she going with you? I assume, right? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you got to bring mama because especially going to Brazil. So, yeah, we're both. Going. So we're going to talk about how that went. How's the, how's the, the life over there? How, how is, you know, the tourism, how, how is it going to go? So yeah, I want to bring you back. I want, we need a part two because this is right now. I think we, we almost went two hours and it's still, it's not uh, uh, one hour and 20 some minutes. So we could have gone more, but yeah, I got to get, I got to get going. And I know you need to do your things to start getting packing yep. and getting ready. So we'll bring you back for a part two. All right. And, uh, but it's such an honor. Thank you so much for coming over and being on the show. It, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I learned a lot. I give everybody a little bit of a stage. So you tell everybody where they can find you uh, to all the listeners so they can follow you on Twitter or slash X, what you want to call it. If you have Instagram, um, you can also give your son's uh, Twitter account. But, you know, just to know more about you, they can follow you. Go ahead. Stage is yours. Yeah, it's, I think it's W. Jaroslowski, uh, or at W. Jaroslowski, uh, which is Troy's last name, right? W. Jaroslowski. And then uh, Twitter, I think I'm Wally. Jaroslowski, not the other account. That, that one was my hacked account on Instagram. So it's Wally. Jaroslowski, uh, not the underscore one. That was my, yeah, they hacked me. So, and wow. uh, so those are the two I'm on. Okay. And I'm on them because of my kids. Yeah. Cause you <laughs> know, I'm in the IT field and I never wanted to be on social media. So I was only on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. then of course, next thing you know, I'm on all these social medias, but, uh, <laughs> which I never would be on, but I, I got my kids me on because that's the only way I can find out what's going on in their world. Yeah. On Twitter. On Twitter and yeah. Instagram and all this other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. Okay, buddy. All well, right. Guys. Thank you so much. And uh, till next time, folks. Till next time, have a good one. God bless you. Peace. Hey. Thank you for listening to the Dr. VTAC show. And don't forget to click follow.